0: It's time for Money for Lunch, where we feed your brain and your business with supersized portions of business and financial news. Now, your host, Bert Martinez. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. I'm glad you're stopping by to have lunch here on Money for Lunch. We always bring you some of the most uh, successful leaders. In literally all walks of life, we've had fitness people here. Uh, we've had uh, people from Hollywood, uh, great business leaders, great authors. You know, we try to bring you the very best to help you make uh, to help you improve your life, your business, the whole works, man. All right, let's uh, let's get started with the quote of the day. The quote of the day um, by uh, the quote. But uh, today's quote is uh, from Benjamin Franklin. Without continual growth and progress, such words as improvement, achievement, and success have no meaning. Without continual growth and progress, such words as improvement, achievement, and success have no meaning. By Benjamin Franklin. All right. Uh, I'm excited. I'm being joined today by Dr. Nisha Jackson. Nisha Jackson uh, is um, the author of brilliant burnout how successful driven women can stay in the game by rewiring their bodies brains and hormones is a nationally recognized hormone and a genealogy health specialist with more than 20 years of experience my teleprompter is blinking so I might if <laughs> I'm like trying to read these words as it's blinking Um Uh, She's a highly sought-after lecturer, uh, motivational speaker, and columnist. She has solidified herself as the authority in this field by treating some of the most powerful minds in America. Dr. Jackson is the founder of many prestigious medical establishments, including Peak Medical Clinics. Dr. Jackson, welcome to Money for Lunch.
1: Well, thank you so much. I really appreciate you having me.
0: You bet. And, uh, I'm, you know what, this is interestingly enough, I just did a video, uh, about hormones. Uh, and specifically I was talking about, uh, the effects of low testosterone. Um, I am 56 years old. And so I noticed that as I hit, uh, really when I started hitting around 50, I just had a massive, uh, decrease in energy and, and man, I, I just, uh, my, my stamina disappeared and, um, and so I I started doing research um, about uh, har, you know hormone replacement and all this stuff and, and there's a lot of controversy about the stuff. Some people you know are really uh, 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 re- against any kind of hormone replacement or, or anything like that. But I found it uh, that a lot of people love it. I I certainly am a big uh, have a big testimony that man if if uh if you want to uh what do you call it up level your game, I think that one of the things you have to look at is is hormone uh therapy am I right
1: That's right well, you know it's good for men and women men and women actually have the exact same hormones just in different ratios, so most women, which I talk about in my book the importance of balancing the hormones. Uh, not only the stress hormones, but the thyroid hormones, the female hormones. Most women don't really realize that even low testosterone causes dryness of the skin and excessive wrinkling and fatigue and exhaustion and problems with their memory and focus. They really think of testosterone as a sex hormone, you know, just really for sex, and it's not. It helps with quality of sleep at night and the elasticity in your skin, and it gives you more lubrication in your eyes, and it helps prevent weight gain around the middle part of your body. Uh, it, it certainly does help with sex drive and sexual functioning, but it also strengthens fertility in women. It makes their hair not break off and, and, and fall out over time. And it, uh, probably better than anything else, it helps with uh, allowing a woman to manage stress better. And I think that's the key here for women when they are under a lot of stress, especially stress over a, a longer period of time, they, they actually get, become very low in testosterone which reduces their body's ability to manage the stress, which is a terrible thing.
0: Yes, absolutely. And, and you know what? I, as I mentioned, my, my teleprompter was blinking uh, during uh, some of my introduction. And uh, so uh, I do want to make a quick correction because I said genealogy, and I believe it's gynecology health specialist, uh, which uh, makes more sense. Uh, and so I just, uh, you know, now that we got everything working correctly. (laughs) Just wanted to make that quick correction. There you go. (laughs) So, But uh, I do want to talk about this. I want to talk about some of the mistakes, uh, biggest mistakes that people are making that lead to breakdown, uh, exhaustion, fatigue. Talk about this.
1: So the – you know, I've been practicing for 30 years, and, uh, you know, one thing that I keep seeing over and over and over again is women that are, you know, um, high achievers. They have a lot going on, which is really most women today. Most women are involved in some, some type of family, um, either raising kids, taking care of parents. Taking care of their husbands or their partners. And they're also working. Sometimes they're working a couple different jobs. They're involved in organizations, their kids' sports. I mean, it's just all this stuff that women are involved with. And what happens is they can often manage a lot of different things at one time, but over a period of time, or if one very significant stressful event happens, what happens is, is that women experience. Uh, start experiencing fatigue during the day and inability to sleep at night. All of a sudden they start getting headaches or having menstrual problems and they, they come into the office and they go, what happened? I used to be so on fire. I, I would I would have no problem having all these different balls in the air and now I can't seem to manage. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know why I feel so terrible. And we have to kind of go to work at that point, not only looking at all the hormone levels, but more importantly, explaining to them and educating them when you're taxing your stress glands which are called the adrenal glands over Mm. a period of time your body your body starts underproducing the adrenaline and cortisol that you need to get through your day that's what that's what gets you going is your adrenaline and cortisol right it kind of wakes you up and gets you focused and gets you going through your day but what happens is that over time you start producing less of that this is true for men and women by the way and children And what happens is your body starts manufacturing less of it over time, or there's an instability in the rhythm of the production of cortisol. And then all of a sudden you just feel exhausted, like wiped out during the day, not able to sleep at night, not able to turn your brain off at night. Some people experience anxiety. They start experiencing mood disturbances. Because then what happens is that when the adrenals, the stress glands start underproducing the hormones that you need to manage your stress. It starts robbing from testosterone and estrogen for women. So then they even feel worse. So the connections between the thyroid, the female hormones, and the stress glands, is so, it's so well connected that when one gland goes down, it'll drag another one with it. And then eventually we see patients in the office with weight gain and depression and anxiety and irritable bowel syndrome, all related to this chronic stress. Well, and correct
0: me if I'm wrong, I think that now more than ever, we have this perfect storm of, of uh, what do you call it? Depleting our adrenal glands because this is what I see happening, and and, and I say this because I, I noticed it in my life, and I had to make uh, some massive correction. So first of all, you know, uh, we uh, sleep. We we uh, we sleep deprive ourselves. Uh, right. Second of all, we try to make up the the uh, the lack of sleep through. Uh, stimulants like caffeine and these energy drinks and, and so this goes on and over time you know first you could get away with maybe a, a, cup, a cup of coffee now you're up to three or, quarter, uh, three, or cup, uh, three or four cups of coffee I was talking to a gentleman uh, and, and his morning routine was he would drink a pot of coffee and still would have an energy drink before he left his house That was his way of feeling normal. I mean, it's like, and and then, you know, again, he had, uh, he finally ended up uh, uh, stressing his body out so bad. He ended up, they ended up taking him to, uh, they thought he was having a heart attack. They took him to the hospital. The doctor says, you know, this is what you're doing. And and he started making sleep a priority and got away from all the stimulants and, you know, and it it saved his life. And I think that I see a lot of us that we put, a lot of emphasis on quote, you know, working a lot, you know, burn, you know, and, and you hear burning candles at both ends, and so we're putting in these 12, 15 hour days, trying to do everything, and we cheat ourselves on sleep, which causes this chain reaction that you're talking about.
1: Right, and you know the, you know, when we talk about stress, a lot of people say, well, I don't really feel that stress, but I eat terrible. I, I my diet <laughs> high in sugar or my diet high in sugar or sugary drinks, uh,
0: yeah.
1: starch products or flour products. Which what what that does is it really stresses your system. So you might not have any stress at all, but your diet is stressing your body, and so it's sending off the stress hormones because your blood sugar is going up and down all day long. You're eating something, blood sugar goes up, your insulin goes up. Then it, then, it, then it drops back down, and then you're like craving it again. Then you, then you, then you, then you have some more sugary drinks or some more uh, sugary foods, whether it be sugar or flour foods. It does the same thing in the body. Or like you said, which is a great point, is that you're not getting deep, restorative sleep at night, and that overstresses your body. So there are many ways that you can stress your body without having a lot of physical stress in your life. Uh, or hurried stress in your life so it, it can happen in many different ways some people are taking medication that has side effects meaning that it causes the hormone levels to drop which then it stresses your body so there's many different ways that your body can can exhibit or have the effects of stress and you don't even know what's happening but that's the result of it and then one day you wake up not feeling so great not even wanting to get out of bed
0: absolutely absolutely uh, all right. So just real, real quick, I want to plug the book. Uh, the the book is Brilliant Burnout: How to How Successful Driven Women Can Stay in the Game by Rewiring Their Bodies, Brains, and Hormones. Uh, the author is Dr. Nisha Jackson. Um, and, uh, and and so. This is something that – I'm, and I'm so glad you're on the show because, uh, you know, as you said, there's – people are so focused on, on uh, low testosterone. I, I did not – I did – I was not aware that it affected women uh, the, uh, the way you just described, so I'm so glad to, uh, uh, that you're talking about this because there is a lot of uh, – what do you call it – one-sidedness for lack of better terms about testosterone. It's only, it's only for sex. It's only for men and come to find out it's really for both. It's just, uh, the balance of it. Um, let's talk about this, uh, in your book, you talk about, uh, timeouts and I want you to talk about why workplace timeouts could be better, uh, for everybody's bottom line. Talk about this.
1: So, the, the name of the game is to give your body as much recovery as possible. And everybody's different. It's not like you can say everybody needs 10 minutes at 2 o'clock every day to, just, to, just to take a timeout where you're, turning, you're completely turning your brain off and unplugging. Some people might need that two or three times a day because their stress is so high or they're so far down the road with their adrenal, we call it adrenal fatigue, where their adrenals are just tired, their stress glands are tired. So everybody is different. So we recommend that you take at least one 10-minute timeout a day where you're literally, your phone is in another room, your computer's in another room, maybe you're listening to some non, um, you know, just some meditative music or nothing at all, where you're literally closing your eyes and nothing is going into your brain. And the research on this is fascinating because the research does show that it provides a very quick reset. And that's what people need is to reset and recharge, and you can't do that if you just keep going from one event to the next and uh, And especially when people are going from one event to the next, they're not breathing, they're holding their breath, people hold their breath all the time, even when they're driving their car. Well, your brain needs oxygen <laughs> <laughs> and and you've got to be able to keep breathing, right? So just taking a time out, and, and it sounds it sounds so simple, and it sounds almost like like uh, maybe it really wouldn't provide you with the benefits that you need, but, the, but I will tell you the research on it is fascinating, that it does provide the type of reset and recharge that your body needs to keep going. So ideally, it would be sometime in the early afternoon that you would turn your brain off. Usually people's stress is at its highest around two or three in the afternoon, especially if they're, mm. like they're day workers. So, yeah. so that's kind of key, um, and it really does – the other thing that it does is a lot of people overeat in the evening. They'll undereat during the day, which stresses their body, yeah. and then they overeat and e- in the evening like they're putting too much food into their body. They're so stressed by the time they get home to fix a meal that they eat a meal while they're fixing a meal, and all of a sudden they've consumed 2,000 calories just to dinner because they're so stressed. So, so this little t- this little time out that I'm talking about in the early afternoon or late afternoon is pretty key, because what it does is it kind of takes you into your evening or your late afternoon without feeling so overly stressed that you almost compensate by eating too much food uh, when you're not burning it, which is in the evening.
0: Yeah, no, I think uh, uh, I think that that is so dead on i mean listening to you describe uh the person who consumes a meal while they're preparing a meal man i've done that i cannot tell you how many times i've done that uh and <laughs> it's you know this idea of having a, a workplace timeout. you look at it, it tends to be these these more progressive companies you know google has it uh Facebook, I believe, has it. State Farm. Uh, we did a tour of State Farm, and they have these these little pods that you can take a nap in. And, right.
1: Right. You yeah. know,
0: it's it, you know, it's one thing if you're single. Okay, look, I'm sorry, I'm going to pick on the single people, but if you're single and you have no kids, there is no reason for you not to get a good night's sleep, whether it's six hours or eight hours or whatever. You're you you know what whatever you do to yourself is really on you. My, you know, I have uh, uh, my youngest kids are twins and they're 18 and, you know, they're, they're, they're like super people. Uh, and so my, they're twin girls. And so they'll st- they like to stay out to midnight. And, and then of course uh, they have to go to work on Saturday. And so uh, they, they'll stay out to midnight. By the time they actually fall asleep, it's one o'clock. And then of course they have to be up at seven so they can be to work at eight. And, of course, they're not fun people. And, uh, you know, and so uh, if you're, let's say, a single parent, talk about, you know, working 24-7. Or, you know, you're, 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 sometimes you are in charge of not only working and, and taking care of the family financially, but when you get home, you mentioned cooking dinner. Sometimes it's doing homework. It's all this stuff. You're running kids to and from different activities. Yeah, you're going to be stressed, and I think that uh, that uh, having, you know, shutting down earlier, like at 8 o'clock, you start turning everything off and start trying to get to sleep, or 8.30 or 9. The earlier you can do it, the better, but, you know, this idea of, of, of a timeout, I think, is going to be a mainstream pretty soon, and the other thing, uh, and we started doing this uh, – uh, a couple of years ago, is uh, we're big believers in having a four-day work week. I think that, uh, you know, here in Phoenix, a lot of the municipalities in Phoenix have started uh, working Monday through Thursday. They work 410s, which I think still, you know, is unnecessary. This is just work 48s. They're probably getting the same amount of production either way. But bottom line is they're off Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And I think, you know, a three-day weekend is almost going to be mandatory because it takes you almost a whole day to just to decompress.
1: Right, exactly. I agree. Yeah, I, it, it, you know, I always say that the, the the number one and number two thing that you can do to, because I'm not a huge believer in telling or supporter of telling people, you just need to reduce your stress because most people can't do that. Most people can't quit their jobs export their kids to another country for someone else to raise them and to go live on the beach. I mean, most people can't do that. So I'm not, I'm not a huge supporter of telling people just to reduce their stress because people have to live their lives. And that includes working, raising families, taking care of parents. I mean, it is what it is. So what you can change is you can change your body's ability to manage the stress better, but you've got to give it what it needs to do that. And part of that is what you just said is getting to bed earlier, turning your computer off so your brain has some clue that it's time to go to sleep. But what we do is we, 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 we jump out of bed in the morning, usually late because we've hit too many snooze alarms because we're exhausted, and then we, we, rush, we rush through our house getting ourselves and maybe our children ready for school. We're completely stressed out from the minute our feet hit the floor, we're blowing out of the house with our, with our car not, not full of gas, and now it's empty, and we're just trying to get to our first destination, and, and it just goes on and on and on from there, running to meetings, not prepared, you know, running late into appointments, uh, trying to fit too much stuff in before you got to go pack and pick up the kids or, 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 or what other tasks that you have. You come home, you got to get dinner together, get the kids to sports, do their homework, you know, or do whatever you need to do for your own career or your own job, and then right. do some laundry, get the house put together, throw yourself in bed, and then your brain is supposed to say, is it time to sleep? Because you look hysterical. <laughs> so, you know, you can see this is not – this actually is not an exaggeration. This is like people's no. normal life, and you, and, you, and, and, and you wonder why people can't sleep. So if, if you can even just take the last hour before you go to sleep where you're literally doing what we used to do with our children where we'd turn the lights down and we'd rub their backs and we'd start talking softly and, and you know, kind of getting them, getting their mind ready to think it's time to go to sleep. We don't do any of those things, but your brain actually needs that signal. Your brain needs to know that it's time to go to sleep. And there's many things we can do that hour before we go to bed, and it does not include watching, you know, a very um, cortisol-producing TV show. It does not include answering emotionally-based emails to your mother-in-law who you'd like to wring her neck, and it doesn't, <laughs> include, it, doesn't include, it doesn't include eating ice cream so that your blood sugar is skyrocketing right before you go to bed. There's things you can do before you go to bed that really it, it, it gets your body ready to go to sleep. And sleep is huge, and diet is huge. Uh, You know, there's lots of other, you know, we recommend certain supplements to balance your cortisol levels throughout the day that are on my website that I think are really helpful because some people just can't get it going with their energy. And so some of these supplements help restore the stress hormones you're not making or you're making too much of. And, And so there's lots of other things, but diet and sleep is really kind of paramount to getting somebody back on track once they've been overly stressed.
0: Absolutely. Uh, just real quick, uh, what supplements are you uh, a big uh, fan of right now for, for uh, dealing with stress?
1: Yeah, so I recommend um, the, the two supplements that, that I actually formulated myself that I really, really believe in and have used them for many years now is one's called Stress AM and one's called Stress PM. And these are really good to not only restore the stress glands, so they give you more energy and focus and kind of your ability to concentrate and get through stressful events during the day. But the nighttime one, the PM one, turns the cortisol off at night so that you could turn your brain off and go to sleep. It's not a sleeping pill. It just works on cortisol, so it recalibrates that whole rhythm. And if you can do that, what it does is it then supports your thyroid and it supports the male and female hormones. It gets that whole triad working better. So that's that's really important. That's on my website, NishaJackson.com.
0: I love that. Uh, and I like the fact that it's not a sleeping pill or anything like that. And you guys can find out more about it at uh, Nisha, N-I-S-H-A Jackson.com. Um and and uh the book again i love this title uh brilliant burnout how successful driven women can stay in the game by rewiring their bodies brains and hormones and, and you know it's, it's one of those things i think also that when you start doing the research it, it, it's important it's vitally important that, to have your hormones in balance uh you know and I'm not a big believer, and I want to get your opinion on this, uh, Dr. Jackson. I'm not a big believer in, uh, and I'm stealing this, I think, from a commercial. I think it was Oil of Olay who said, "I'm not into, uh, I'm not going to age gracefully. I'm going to fight it every inch of the way," or something like that. And, and you know, I'm kind of in that in that frame of mind. I mean, I'm going to try to stay at peak levels as long as my body will sustain it. You know, I work out, I, I do watch out what I, I do watch for what I eat. I do supplement my hormones. And you know, there's a lot of stuff that that we can do. So we're we don't have to be uh not only burnt out, but we don't have to be a big mess. We don't have to be uh just because we're sixty or seventy or eighty doesn't mean that we have to be uh falling apart.
1: That's right. You know so many people um just don't really realize that there is such a strong connection between their lifestyle and their feeling hormones and I honestly don't know why anyone would choose to not to not age with less age related illnesses which means you have to restore what's low not you don't have to restore it to a 16 year old range you just restore it to the optimal range of where you're at and that's that's kind of key I mean, if you had the choice to feel well into your 70s and 80s and be strong and healthy and not overweight and and ridden with all sorts of health-related illnesses, why would you not choose that? Because that, that just makes sense. So people spend half their life in menopause or with men, andropause. Why would you not choose to replace what you're low in so that you can age better and feel well with less problems or illnesses as you age? It just It it really does make sense, and I like that it's kind of the sort of the new wave of thinking in medicine, which is amazing. I thought it would never get here.
0: (laughs) Yeah, well, and and I I agree with you. Why would you not do this? And and, you know, and I've and I've heard so many people say, well, it's unnatural. You know, it's not the way God intended. You know, there's a lot of things, and until God, you know, and I'm not, and I'm not by any means trying to uh, make light of this, but I don't think God has a problem with us uh, improving our bodies. I mean, you know, we are, we're not going to put off anything. Uh, you know, there are a lot of things that are are natural that we we fight all the time. I mean, cancer is a is a natural uh, disease. Uh, we fight that to the nail. Uh, to me, uh, the stuff about uh, hormones—all I can say is, try it, see if you like it, because it's a—it's a difference between night and day. Uh, and and if you have some misinformation, uh, definitely I would encourage you to uh, go to. Uh, your doctor, or check out Dr. Uh, Nisha N I S H A Jackson dot com, see what she has to say there, and and you know find out for yourself. But take action and and find out for yourself versus just sit there on the sideline, right?
1: That's right. Yes, there's so much you can do, and it is. It is very important to take it seriously. There's nothing, there's nothing natural about the way we live today. This is not how we were living 100 years ago. It's certainly not how we were living two or 300 years ago. There's nothing natural about what we do today and what we put our bodies and minds and hormones through. So don't, 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 be, be, don't be deceived by that, that it's not natural because there's nothing that we're doing is natural. Uh, and, and most of what we do today is not healthy either. And so to live oh. half of our life completely, completely hormone depleted, uh, and say that it's just the most natural way to live is not correct. Uh, no, I'm so advice. glad you said that. So I'm, I'm, I'm glad you said that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, you look, look at our foods. Our foods have been depleted of a lot of its nutrients, uh, you know, t- you know, you talk about natural or unnatural, you look at the problem that we're having as humanity, uh, you know, I-, I don't know, 20, 30 years ago, uh, Congress allowed uh, Con Agro and some of these manufacturers, agricultural companies to, quote, uh, uh, mess with the DNA of wheat. And now look. We're having the effect. Everybody, more and more people are, I should say everybody, more and more people are becoming allergic to weed and it's byproducts. Um, you know, it's, it's. Uh, you know, all, all I can say is that if your life is maybe completely stress-free and all you're doing is sitting back and maybe uh, your life is just where you want it to be, then maybe you don't need any of this stuff. But if you want to live uh, if you want to travel, if you want to still achieve stuff, if you want to have fun with your children and your grandchildren, if you want to be on top of your game, you've got to seriously study this stuff. Uh, again, the book is Brilliant Burnout, how, to, how Successful Driven Women Can Stay in the Game by Rewiring Their Bodies, Brains, and Hormones. The author today, Dr. Nisha Jackson, and you can find out more about her at NishaJackson.com. Dr. Jackson, I want to say thank you so much for stopping by. Looking forward to having you back again.
1: Awesome. Thank you, and have a great day.
0: All righty. Good stuff there from Dr. Nisha Jackson. Um, and, you know, guys, like I said, it's just what a coincidence that she came on the show today. I, I just did a video, and you can go to YouTube.com and look at the video. Uh, and I talk about the importance of hormone therapy. And I, I specifically talked about men because I am a guy, and, and I was uh, basically uh, telling you my experience. But uh, if you're a female, then, you know, maybe you should check out this book or check out Nisha. As always, my friends, let's share this episode with everybody you know. Excuse me, everybody you know. Let's help as many people as possible to overcome brilliant burnout. Remember, you were created to succeed. Tune in Monday through Friday here on Money for Lunch. And check out our website at moneyforlunch.com.